Welcome to our podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. Join us as these neighbors drop by unannounced for conversations that are fun, relevant, and just downright neighborly. 2020 is burning. They're bringing marshmallows, a desire to talk about it, and their mission to laugh now and again, no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian Chambers. And I'm Philip Goffrey. It's great to see you, Phil. Good to see you, too, man. I know. For all you new listeners, you guys are listening to Neighbors Don't Knock, the podcast where neighbors drop by unannounced and we get real. We try to. Yeah, we, that's right. We absolutely try to. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with being real. I mean, I think that that makes it fun for everyone. I don't think that we would be as close friends as we are if we didn't both just constantly level with each other. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with that. I think that's that's a great point to make. I think if we were probably hiding the truth a lot of the in a lot of everything we talked about, we wouldn't be as well. I think you're right. Well, you're an actor. You'd call me out immediately. You'd be like, lie, I see it. Well, if you don't know enough about me, then that means I'm a great actor. Fair enough. That <laughs> means I, I am playing the role of a lifetime. I, I could just be Your name really is Brian, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's great to see you. Um, man, how's your, how's your, yeah, exactly. I, I thought about it for a minute. I was like, mm, I you could, got me. I, I could, I could go another way. How would he this. know? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, how's your week been going? Uh, my week has been long and tiring, but I'm grateful that you are here and that we can do this. This is the highlight of my week. Yeah, I know. I have to agree. It it has been one of those weeks. It, it's we're, we're not even, we can't even sugarcoat it. We can't even sugarcoat it Dude, this week. I'm with you on that one. For real. It, it's really been uh, a trying week. Yeah. It, work has been crazy, although it's, it's blessed to have work. I mean, I know a lot Indeed. of people, it's, it's, it's a good thing to be able to say that, but it has been a little stressful. Although something very interesting happened to me with work this week. Tell me. Okay. So you know that I, I'm teaching English online. Right. Okay. Well, I decided, you know, not to bring this up to anybody until our podcast, right? I, I held it in. Of course, my wife. My wife knew about it because I had to tell somebody. But I, I'm teaching in the morning this one student. You know, he has his mobile device that he's taking the class on. Right. Well, he just all of a sudden gets up and starts walking down the hallway. And I know this because I'm seeing, like, lights, you know, overhead and things like that. And he, I, I've seen that happen before. I've had students that just get stir crazy. They just pick up and they walk somewhere else in their, their house or go somewhere. You so know? you're like, you're flat on your back. Yeah. You're looking straight up. <laughs> exactly. And you're doing the whole, like, the hospital scene in the movie when the stretcher's being dragged exactly. down the halls. The lights are flashing over. Exactly. Uh, oh boy. That's the perfect example of it. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of funny to think about that if you're, like, thinking of your face on a on a tablet or mobile device being, like, carted through somebody else's <laughs> home. <laughs> You're just looking up at the ceiling. I'm trapped. <laughs> I should have said something like that. <laughs> Where are you taking me? It's like it's like those uh the glass things in the Superman movie, right? When they're yeah, like tumbling the, the through square, space. Right? Yeah, 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 they're the all square. trapped in there. Zor- Zorg? Is it Zorg? <laughs> I can't remember now. I think it was. I think it's Zorg. I, I love those Zorg, movies. Zog, Zog. Zog? Zog? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look that up. Well, okay. I am on it. <laughs> so, so, so he decides that he has to go somewhere, right? So he, he picks up the tablet. He's walking down. I see the, the tops of the ceilings, the lights. 
and and then all of a sudden he goes into a room and you know I see what I think looks like a shower. I mean, it, I think it looks like a shower. So I'm assuming, and and so I'm just guessing. I'm like, oh, he's in the bathroom, and, I, and I'm sitting there going, he wouldn't. Yeah, how old is this kid? He, uh, he's between eight and ten years old. Old enough to know better. Old enough to know better. Uh, you know, you didn't want to say anything because you didn't want to embarrass the kid. But, and, and again, I'm sitting there in my head. I'm going, okay, I think it's the bathroom. I'm not quite sure. And then all of a sudden he goes quiet, right? You know, when you're a teacher, you're just asking them to respond. Like you're asking a question. And he just goes silent for a good, I, it was at least a good solid 10 seconds. You, you know what I mean? That, that Just that, that moment that you oh, know. No. <laughs> and, and then you hear the drops. You just hear the, 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 the grunts. The, oh, come on. You hear the, you know, just, just a little, the extra effort. And then you hear boop. Like right, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dropping the pebbles in, right? Dropping oh, that, the pebbles. That's horrendous. In. It was. I was sitting there. I could not believe I was in the middle of this, and he didn't stop taking the lesson. That that was what was amazing to me. So he's just chatting with you, he, like he's, responding he's, to your he's questions. He's responding and... to the questions. He, you know, I and I, I'm trying not to make him feel embarrassed or make him un- think that I know what's going on because I. Well, totally you wouldn't know want him to strain. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We, that would. That'd be very rude, Brian. Well, that would. He wouldn't be able to book me for another lesson. <laughs> so he's like, I can't, I can't. The American caught me. Yeah. Uh, he knew what I was doing. <laughs> So, all right, so we're doing this. I'm trying to be polite. I'm ignoring it. And then comes one of those slides where I have to give him direction of what to do. And it's a drag and drop. So they have to take their finger and drag one of the words or or verbs, you know. And So you're trying to avoid words like wipe and swipe and, and pull and tear. I didn't know what else to do. I really was that baffled. And so I just continued as if nothing was going on. I'm like, oh, can you drag and drop? And he <laughs> he literally was doing it. He was doing the lesson from the toilet. Oh, I can't even. He really was. Okay, now this is this is the kicker, right? Okay, so we're done. And you would have thought that, I'm pretty sure he didn't care at this point because as soon as he was done, I hear the flush. You know what I mean? Like usually, I mean, I'm hearing the story for the first time, Brian. I'm pretty sure he didn't care. No, <laughs> I know you're, you're. So he finishes right. We go back. I see. I'm back down the hallway on my gurney. You know, tablet, whatever. You know, seeing all the lights. We go back to the same room. He sets up. We're there. Not even five minutes. Not even five minutes. And all of a sudden, picks up the tablet again. I'm seeing the lights going down the hallway. And at first, I'm just like, well, where am I going now? Maybe to the kitchen. Maybe he's hungry. Made some room. Got a little snack. We need something. No. (laughs) No, he goes back to the bathroom. He goes back to the bathroom. Something wasn't sitting right. Something wasn't sitting right. That's all I can say. And the same thing happened again. I'm trying not to break out in laughter. I would have lost it. I'm I'm like trying to just be as professional as I can. And, you know, it just, it got me. And as soon as this class was over, I had to tell, I told my wife and she really couldn't believe it either. I would have lost it. I mean, I I would have absolutely, I would have have been crying, laughing. There's no way I could hold myself back. So kudos to you for not. (laughs) It it was tough. I admit it was extremely tough. And I'd be done. I'd be done with lesson. I'd be like, that was hysterical and click. Right. Cultural differences aside. It just begs that question of what we are comfortable with 
etiquette wise the, this day and age. It does. I was about to ask, you know, do you think this is a general etiquette thing that's happening now or, or is it is it more just this kid is it being a kid and he's rude and doesn't know any better and I, well for the kid i think the kid is just being a kid I, I that's i mean personally at that age i i really don't think it's him trying to be rude or disrespectful i think he just he, he is a bit he's I, a bit young yeah he's a, he's yeah. A, he's a bit young he knew that i was like i need to go to the bathroom i have to go but i'm supposed to be doing this lesson so i think he thought that he was killing two birds with one stone <laughs> you know and being responsible I really honestly believe that. I mean, straight up. <laughs> Very efficient. <laughs> I mean, that that's... Very respectful of your time. That's right. Yeah, I, that I think a, he was extremely respectful of my time. A good move there. <laughs> a good move. I don't know. You know, I see adults do things like this. In, in my office building where I work, I see grown men bring their phones into the bathroom. They take it in the stall. They're having full-on conversations with customers. You know, it, it's, it's very um, disturbing to me but that's extremely disturbing yeah and I, I don't know i don't know i don't know if that's a etiquette thing or if it's not these guys are usually lawyers that i catch doing this so they're billing by the minute well okay maybe maybe they're maybe they're thinking no they're not i love i was gonna say maybe they're thinking of the customer of saving them time no they're not no they want to take more time <laughs> yeah i was gonna say no yeah. they're not yeah. I, am i, I being whole, charged for the whole music uh, yes you are <laughs> yes, you are you being are. charged for the whole music yeah why are you pausing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's, it, <laughs> it's very different. It's very different now, especially when we have video for everything. I mean, you look at all the zoom and all the video conferencing we have, the etiquette range. I mean, it's, it's shifted. I mean, how would you rate it? I mean, because what do you consider in a professional setting? I mean, cause for business, if you were to go and have a business meeting, what is preferred etiquette I mean, on a video conference? Yeah. You know, for me, anything involving a bathroom is a hundred percent off limits. I, I agree. Business. Like that's, I agree. Okay so, okay. so bathroom aside, bathroom aside, what, what is considered good standard? Because I mean, you used to think about, you know, you have to look professional. So like wear the tie, you know, like when I had to do interviews that required a video recording, I would actually put on a tie sure. and a, you know, from like waist up. Cause that's what was being recorded. So I looked professional enough, even if I was in shorts and jeans. It's a good question. Well, know? I mean, you've seen all these different blooper reels of these newscasters and whatnot during COVID that like jump up and they're in their boxers. Even <laughs> they have the, yeah. There's been a few of those. Yeah. Right? I mean, and of course some more graphic things have also happened that have hit the, <laughs> that have hit viral media. I, I get that too, but the cleaner stuff aside, um, yeah, they're, they're going from the waist up trying to look professional. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the whole video, uh, uh, video feed kind of world that we're in right now has changed it or not. I, I don't think so. I think that you just think that people maybe have just gotten a lot more lax. I, I don't even know if it's that. I think that just. We we have we have a couple examples, right? We've got your your little kid who's who's taking you to the John with him, <laughs> and he probably thinks your name is John, so it's it's kind no, of no, he he knows. I make sure that my name is, is is right. But you know what? That's another disturbing image. I don't want him saying my name. Yeah. Now he associates you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I dropped with a Brian number two. Yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you have to do? I gotta go take a Brian. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
go to chambers. Um, so <laughs> uh, we can't go that route because my wife has the last name she's too. She's gonna be upset. I, she's gonna be upset. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the doghouse now on your behalf. Um, now I I don't know. I don't have enough um, data, I suppose, to make a judgment about whether or not there's a general shift in etiquette. I mean, this this goes back a long, long time, right? Like, you know, is it okay to take a newspaper into the bathroom? Oh, sure, if it's your own bathroom. Is it okay to take an office paper to an office bathroom? Absolutely not. Pretty gross, right? But I've seen it happen. And these aren't people of, of our generation or younger. These are the generation above and, and, and maybe even above that. Um, what an example. What an example. It's a good said. way to set an example. Right, right? yeah. L- listen, Brian. There's a reason why your cell phone is like the filthiest thing you get next to a subway platform. It has, right? Well, you know, you've made me very aware of that. And so every time I come over, you have one of those cleaning. We have one of the little <laughs> clamshell UV, like super germaphobic cleaner I, things. I stuff my phone in there every time I come over. You know, I, I've, I've done um, research online. And by research, I mean like I've, I've launched Google and, and clicked, right? <laughs> but, but I have read a couple of different little studies that test them, and they all rate them pretty high. They, they say that these things actually work to clean your you phone. You're talking about the, oh, the, the, yeah, the, the phone, little UV, the, the UV phone phones. cleaner okay. thing. So I'm all about doing it, but honestly, like, if it worked or not, I would still do it. Yeah. It's, it's total placebo. It's like, I feel better thinking that something just killed all the nastiness that I walk around with, like, slam up against my face during the day. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, my wife, you know, hi, honey, what's up? Yeah, I had it in the bathroom. Why? You know? Oh, you smell great. Ah, oh. <laughs> I see what you do. because yeah. I do it. I, I, I bring my phone with me. I'll admit it. I, I don't want to. I try to be very like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Oh, if right? we're going full disclosure on that, I, I bring my phone into the bathroom as well. It comes in, right? It does. It's like it's. It's hours of reading material on the phone. <laughs> There's YouTube to watch. I mean, I know, right? What am I going to do? I got to catch that next episode. But yeah, no, I, I, am a, I am guilty. I'm guilty in that boat as well. Okay, so full disclosure, full honesty, more, more often than not, are you watching videos, reading something, or texting from the bathroom? I don't text that often. I have. I have sent text because sometimes you just, you got to respond, right? <laughs> you got to respond. I'm a bathroom texter. Are you a bathroom texter? Yeah. That, you know what, that now, I, I can't unhear that now because but now hang every on. time I hear a text, I have a text from you. I'm like, I wonder if he's in the bathroom. I'll send you an emoticon next time. <laughs> we'll have a little code. There we go. No, I, like a sock on the door. But hang on, but hang on. I'm not an office building bathroom texter. Because you're not a public bathroom texter. No. And I don't know why I draw... I'm not a public bathroom person really at all. Well, fair enough. But I, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't know why I draw that distinction, though. It's kind of it's not fair, right? Because if I happen to be in there, then I'm doing the same thing I'd be doing in my bathroom. There's really no difference. I'm not, like, putting my phone down anywhere or anything. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, on, it's on my person at all times. But, I, yeah, the, like the, the public bathroom office building... I'm not, uh, I'm not cool with it. I'm not cool with it. No, I know. I agree. But to answer your question, I am more, I, I play games. I have watched YouTube stuff, but I'm, I'm a, I'm You're a, the video game I'm a little gamer. I'm a little gamer. And you know, I'll, I'll play some, some candy crush or, or the golf clash. Mm. So I have one, 
I have one guilty confession about cell phone video games. Oh, I'm on all ears. So I'm not a big video game guy. I don't have any video game console, uh, consoles, rather. You and I have talked about this before. I've got a lot of uh, fond memories of like Nintendo and Nintendo 64 and all that stuff. But I'm just not a video gamer. I don't, I don't have this in my adult life. But I've got one game on my cell phone that I can't stop playing. It's the SimCity game. It's SimCity Build It. Oh. Right? The worst thing about this game is that it's designed in every way to separate you from your money. <laughs> right? This is like the most crafty, dishonest, shady. It's like the mafia got a hold of SimCity like, hey, you know what? We could capitalize off this. I want to. I want to see what would you create, like Philipville or Goffreyville. It's called, it's called Philsville, Yeah, Philsville. <laughs> I knew it was on the Philsville. It's Goff- I've got the Hollywood sign. Philsville. Do you really? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I, I'd be very curious what like, what little. It's places right up by my got. by my ski lodges. Um, oh really? But, oh yeah, yeah. And I've also got a, a radio tower, a, a TV tower. There. Have you finished building? I mean, is that what you really? Well, you can't finish that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Every that time I why. try to get out, you know, they pull me back in. You you can't finish. You can't finish anything about it. It's um, it's a really disturbing, crafty little game. I learned very quickly that they want to separate me from my money, and therefore I give it none of my money because you can play for free, right? I can't remember if the game cost any money to initially download or not it, it I'm, I'm horrible about that well i'm gonna say i'm actually I, I think i'm good about that i only play the games for free i don't sink any extra yeah, money so, into it so like when you run out of lives you have to like wait for 30 minutes to get a live well exactly right that's like what that. this game tries to do too they try to give you all kinds of shortcuts that you can buy into hey for 99 cents you can get yeah yeah i, I know what you're talking about but it's not 99 cents this game is freaking expensive like they, they're going 3.99 and up for your little shortcuts oh, that you can buy. I'm thinking, geez, what kind of crack addicts are playing this game? <laughs> well, but it's the Phil, same old but lady Phil, is Phil a slot needs a machine, new movie theater. You, you know? Get, are you going to just one more pull, Frankie? You know? That it's new pizzeria crazy. for Philipville's got to get in somehow. No kidding. Some monster comes and like destroys, you know, Broad Street or whatever. And you're like, is that what ah. you call it? Broad Street? Well, you know, it's not the, not it's, Broadway. It's where the broads are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The mafia, for I goodness sake. I would love to live in this little town. I, <laughs> I'd love to live in this. I want to see. I want to live on Broad Street. <laughs> you shouldn't. Monsters come all the time. <laughs> and your cheap-ass mayor can't afford to get your shit fixed fast enough. Because <laughs> he's not paying up from the John. You know? <laughs> uh, it's, so that's my guilty confession. That, that's the one game I have on my cell phone that I play. And the funny thing is... You can actually friend people in the game, right? Oh, sure. But you can't, you can't just friend people playing the game. It's, again, it's very crafty. They're partnered up with various social media sites. So you can interact with other people that are playing the game. But if you want to friend them, right, you've got to have them on, you know, Facebook or whatever other social media platform. Oh, yeah, you have to log in. They're That's tied in with. The Golf Clash game was the same way. And my older brother was wanting me to get on, and I had to, like, log in with my Facebook account right? to be able to do it. Yeah. So when I first got this game years ago, I made the mistake of being like, oh, yeah, let's see who else is doing this, right? <laughs> and I found, like, all my Facebook, like, two people, right? And they're both great people. I love them. Am I've I the, I've am known I them the for third a long now? time. You're not. <laughs> I've known them for a long time. So I befriend them, right? And then and I looked at their cities, 
and they had a population of like 52,000 and like 168,000. Like, oh, my population's like four and a half million. And I'm going, I just admitted to them that I'm still playing this and they're not. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Like, like <laughs> they did like, you know, what's wrong? A day Town. with it. Yeah. <laughs> Town not growing. Yeah, they did like a <laughs> day with it, downfall. right? And they're and they're like, "Fuck this! This is like," <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, "Oh no, a monster came!" <laughs> you know, trying to fix it. <laughs> you you know that's okay. I think everyone needs a, something a little bit like a little that. escape, a little, little escape. Little everyone escape. needs a little guilty guilty pleasure. Okay, so question for you: guilty escape that you um, watch for entertainment that Ooh. your wife won't watch with you. Your family won't watch with you. Like, well, what do you watch that nobody will watch with you that you're just like, you love it and you shouldn't? Or maybe well, I shouldn't say shouldn't, but. Well, okay. That, that's actually pretty easy for me. Um, Friends TV show. Friends? Friends. Wow. I, I'm a big fan of Friends. Anyone that really knows me knows how much I love it. My wife, it's not that she, she won't watch it with me. She doesn't want to because I end up quoting. You know, like I know almost every episode. You're just reciting it line by line. I could almost write the script. That's so bad. <laughs> That's horrible. So was she with you right up until you were like mouthing Phoebe's lines? And then she's like, I'm Brian, I'm done. I'm she going doesn't to bed. Even, she doesn't even know. Although she does get proud when she knows when I make a quote out of nowhere. And she goes, oh, that's friends. Like, like she gets really impressed with herself when she does that. Interesting. And I'm actually impressed with her too because sometimes I randomly quote. Interesting. I have a coworker that can quote anything from The Office. Office like was another line, guilty. That, that was another guilty pleasure, but The Office wasn't one. I enjoyed it, but I didn't watch it as often. Fair enough. But yeah, Friends, that was an easy one, man. For me, I, I could literally put it on in the background. No I could do, be doing whatever I wanted, whether I was cooking dinner, working on something, and I would know what's going on. I wouldn't even have to watch, and I would still crack up. You know what and I mean? You can picture the whole scene. Yeah, you're exactly. You're, you're just like, you know, you know, guys, can you keep it down? You know, and, and Ross is doing his little, you know, and I could, I could easily, oh man, I, I could talk about it for, for, forever. Okay, so, so, who do you relate to the most? Are you more of a Ross guy or a Chandler guy? Or I feel now this is kind of debatable. Okay, and and I always kind of defer to my wife on this one because she she knows me well. I always feel like I'm more of a Chandler. But she considers me more of a Joey, I think. Interesting. I, I think I would be a better Ross if I was cast as an actor in that role based on, on how David Schwimmer played the, the, yeah, the role. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you would have played Ross in a very similar way. Um, but I put you more as a Chandler. See, than, I, than a Joey. I see myself more as a Chandler than a Joey, too. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of crossover that I have. And maybe it's just because I love some of those characters so much. And I, I know some people are very anti-friends. I've heard it. You know, I, I have people out there that are like, oh, I can't stand that show or, you know, it's it's so out, you know, whatever. I mean, I mean, it's what I grew up with. It was one of those sitcoms. I find that stuff weird. I find it really weird when people get all indignant about something that, that you or somebody else has chosen to entertain themselves. Well, I'm with. not forcing like, it down your oh throat. Oh my God, how can you watch that? Well, okay. It's very I, strange. I, I should say that I'm not forcing it. I'm not forcing you down your throat, but if I'm with you know, in, in a communal area that I'm, you know, with people and, and I'm just talking nonstop or quoting, you know, movies and things like that. I can get how people can get annoyed, you know. It's but, like me with my blue heaven. Yeah. I probably quote it four times a day and people are just like, okay. 
There you go. No. I mean, but at the same time, you know, they're like we going back to a little bit more of the etiquette thing that we were talking about earlier. There's a way to respect someone in that sense without, you know, saying shut the hell up. I think so too. Y you know, I, I think, and I understand people's buttons get pushed and they're just, you know, but you have to understand if it's like you and one other person, I get you saying shut the hell up. You know, if, if you're at that point, but if you're talking with somebody else in a group, let, let's example. Okay. I, I was, you know, I, I, I was in a group setting and someone was just very, they were not a friends fan. They were just anti. And I felt, you know, they got really ticked off and made a comment and, and just what kind of put the mood down to everyone. And, you know, a couple people, we were laughing and joking and having a good time, but they didn't want to hear it. And maybe it was because yeah. they were in a bad mood, whatever the, the I, you know, you never know with people. But at the same time, I was like, okay, did you really have to say anything like that? Or could have you, you could have just asked, hey, you, you know, or, or left personally, right, you right. know, I mean, walk I, away, I, go get a walk drink. Away, you know, it's okay. so I understand that some people, you get your buttons pushed and it's not your cup of tea and certain things. Cause there's a lot of things that I hear that I would love to honestly react to. But, or have not heard. Like, yeah, oh, I wish I didn't hear that. Yeah, or exactly. You know, and, and it's not that I don't want to be truthful or real. I think it's just an etiquette thing, and there's a time and a place to address certain things. Yeah, okay. You, you know fair. what I mean? So, I mean, that, that's that's just my thing. So, okay. So, so let, let's be the two old men in the room, right? Uh, the only old men in the room right now. Kids these days. <laughs> I'm the only old man in the room. If you really do, want I to have to, do I have to do the voice? Okay. There you go. Uh, I got the voice. It's always a, uh, it's a uh. Why is it always like the Eddie Murphy <laughs> white guy from Trading Places in the in the in the barbershop, right? It's the old white Jewish guy that he plays that we all go back to like uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't you know, know why. I want it's I always think of when I think of the old guys, it's the Eddie Murphy character in Coming to America in the barbershop. I'm sorry. I, not is, that, is that what you're thinking yeah, about? Coming, yeah, coming like, to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like taste it. It's hot. Where's the spoon? The soup. Yeah, uh -huh. taste the soup. Uh -huh. Exactly. That's yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Of. Precisely who I was thinking of. Um, not which was played places. by Eddie Murphy. For those of you guys that right. don't know, if you know that movie, Trading Places is the other great voices. Right. It's the two guys in the gym going, Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. Those guys. <laughs> well, he's still Eddie Murphy. You saw Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. You had the Dan Aykroyd Eddie Murphy in that yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Great movies, although it is a great movie. They're coming out. Um, just real quick, they're coming out with uh, "Coming to America," the second one. I've heard that. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I, I'm I'm excited. I thought the first one was great. Don't I, get me wrong. I'm excited. Eddie how Murphy's do you great. do I, that in today's world? I I just I'm curious to see it. That's uh, that's all I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at yeah, that. I'll be open to it as well. I'm, I'm gonna see it. Uh, but speaking of movies, back to the earlier part of our conversation, just to clarify something, General Zod. 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 Okay, so yeah, for the Superman buffs out yeah. there, it was General Zod. It was. In okay. fairness, it was 1980. <laughs> um, and I wasn't even alive yet. <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I just didn't come out the womb. Okay, so, so as the old man in the room, the old man with the podcast, is the etiquette thing getting worse? Is the digital age making it worse or are we just more sensitive because we're getting to that sort of like middle age kind of run where we're noticing more of this stuff? I, I want to say, and, and, and maybe this might be a little bit of a cop out, but I think it's a little bit of all of all of them. That's a total fucking cop. 
I know. Sorry. But I mean, but it really is. I mean, yes, I, I, I would lean more to, I think that the digital age is lending itself to a more lax attitude. Okay. But, but at the same time, as we get older and we grew up in a different era, it changes everything. Right. And you, you know, I never used to know that. And you used to, you know, cause you, we always laugh about when I was, you know, our parents and they get stuck in their ways about stuff. And they're like, well, when we were young, this is right. how it was happening. I make this argument a lot to people in conversation because I, I hear about um, millennials being complained about all the time. They're entitled and they don't want to work and blah, blah, blah. And there's another generation now that's after millennials. I can't remember what it is. So if, if our listeners know, please post up and educate me. I can't remember what the next generation is. My, my, I've got cousins that are of the next generation. I should know. Um, but I don't, so forgive me. But I hear this. I hear this, oh, you know, people are becoming more rude. People are becoming more relaxed. Society's becoming more casual. I do see examples of it that are distinctly more casual. Like, I could not believe it when I moved to Houston, Texas and went to a nice restaurant and people were in blue jeans. That, that blew my wig, right? Because where I grew up, that would not Oh, you have. wore like a sport coat and, you know, tie or whatever. Totally. And slacks. Slacks yeah. or, or even or khakis. Like loafer, some... loafers or whatever. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it was very nice. The, the penny loafers. Um, very nice. Boat shoes, if you will. <laughs> yes. A little Afghan. Um, it's like that. I'm on a boat, that song. Um, so I got my Afghan on and my flippy floppies. Yeah. Uh, no, it was like that. But interestingly, when I went back... Um, to the Northeast after being here for a little while. And I went out to some business dinners. It had migrated up there in a very short period of time from when I came down here. So I don't think it was just a, a regional thing. I think it was a cultural shift that was kind of happening. Although Houston's always been a little more lax in, in that way, right? But generational? I don't know, man. Like, in the 1920s, you had the flappers, and I guarantee you their parents were freaking out about how lazy and entitled and hammered they were all the time. Sure, right? sure. The roaring 20s, the flappers and the guys just being like, you know, totally beyond belief blitzed with all the bootleg booze they were sucking down all the time. Let's jump to like the 60s or 70s. Well, let's, let, let's, let's pause in the 60s. That's okay. my next point, right? In fact, let's, let's pause in the mid-50s. Right, you get to the mid '50s when the beatniks were sort of taking over all the uh, American cities, and all these young kids were hanging out, and they're like, you know, doing poetry readings. Man, they're snapping instead of clapping. I thought you were going to go to the greasers. You know, no. Well, I, greasers were at least hardworking, right? They got they got the whole stereotypical grease thing from like being a bunch of wrench monkeys that also were out and doing the slick hair thing and, and the dance generation. But with the my apologies if you were a greaser growing but with up. The, I think my <laughs> dad was. But but with the beats, I know my father wasn't. Right. But with the beats, followed by the hippies, you know, their parents, their grandparents were going crazy. All these kids are so rude. They're so lazy. They're so entitled. They don't want to work. I mean, heck, the beats were pushing communism in a time when in the U.S. that was obviously unheard of yeah but you think about it also the way that people parented once you got to a certain age it was expected that you just that parents just let go anyway well this is true and and, and back then it was age like what six <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it was like, something, something like yeah, that they'll be fine they're adults but, now let me ask my dad right. what, <laughs> you know but i feel even from when i grew up 
that there was a little bit more of when you got to a certain age, there was a little bit more of autonomy that was given to, you know, to the, to the children. I mean, at least that's the, the way I felt. Okay. So hang on. So you're, so you're saying that, that now there's less of that and, and that's causing problems. I, I'm not, well, I'm not going to say that there, it's causing problems. I think there is more parent involvement. A helicopter parent kind of, uh, yeah, I think, I think there of. is some, and now I don't want to, like I said, I'm not a parent. I don't want to, I'm not judging anybody for the way they're raising their kid or anything like that. But from what I have seen with some of the, some of the parents and, and some of the schools, they are very, very involved much more than, oh, yeah. than mine oh, yeah. were uh, for a longer period of time. And, and I'm not talking kindergarten, first, second, third grade. I, I mean, I'm talking like middle school to high school levels type of involvement. Yeah. And, no, and, and I mean, even, and even like some college students, you get these sophomores, their mother has like the packet of wet wipes following them around the hallway. <laughs> in case they use the bathroom. No, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think that is happening. Um, but that's, but that's a generation that we're not seeing the end result of yet. Right. That's we true. have to go back. We really have to go back to, to our generation, right. To, well, I guess, I guess you're, you're, you're the beginning of the millennial. Yeah. Right? I, I'm, uh, what do they call it? The generation. Right. So X, I'm on genera- is no, that no, you're, no, you're not. No, my, my, my older brothers are genera- gen Xers, right. I'm gen Y. And then I kind of can be argued on the cusp of millennial. So okay. I was, I was I'm, born in 80. Oh, so I was 82. So I think, I think you're pushing deep now into what they now consider the beginning of the millennial. Okay. Um, it's all very gray line because whatever, you know, website you decide to click on and just makes up whenever they start there. Well, and, and to be honest, my, my generation, you know, and this is just from people that I have grown up with, you know, I, I feel like we've gotten a lot more entitled as well because we, we've come from that, that, from the parents of, you know, you need to work for this and that. And now all the millennials are, are having success happen quicker in a, in certain instances. And we're just like, what, what the hell, man? You yeah, know, but okay. You, you, so, you know what I mean? So like, and so we are damn rude. My generation, like we are like, we're like, we are going to knock you down to you learn some respect. Hang on a second. though. <laughs> Hang on a second though. The, the Gen Xers come straight after the hippies, right? So the Vietnam war ends. In the, in the very early 70s, right, the Gen Xers all come to be. They all grow up throughout the Stones and Aerosmith, and, and they move into the hair bands. And, and they really cut their chops in the, the late 70s, early, just into the mid-80s, right? Their personalities all develop right then and there. Well, these cats are like, you know, this is punk music. This is anarchy in the UK. This is... Don't tell me that they're not like rude with their studded jackets and flipping off the man, right? Well, okay. Well, then you could argue the fact that every generation has that that feel. That's so, exactly so- what I would argue. I think that every generation has the feel. We just get old and sensitive to it. Because how many people do you know from your generation that are your age that aren't working their asses off right now? I, you know, I, I can't. Most people working their asses yeah, off. I th- well, everyone, I think, is working their ass off at this point. Right. I, I think everyone. I, I would argue that. Um, you know, so you, you, get to, uh, you get to a point, I think, where you suddenly look at it in a very, like, kind of uh, floating above the world, third-party kind of way, and you go, oh, wait a minute. Every young person is an entitled moron. <laughs> well, <laughs> We're okay. just like... But I think what got me, or maybe this is, there are specific instances, what gets me sometimes is the fact that 
um, we get to a point where you hear stories about people coming out of college and demanding that they make a certain amount of money from certain professions. Because I have a friend who's a, who's a judge, and they were, but before that, they worked in a law firm, and they were interviewing people, and I would they would tell me stories about people coming in, literally walking, pretty much grabbing that diploma off the stage, going to an interview and saying, I want, 70, I want, want $75,000 a year. Right. And when you hear stuff like that, it just makes you go, did you, do you really deserve that? Is that, I mean, I understand that we want to hold ourselves to a high worth. We need to feel, and there's nothing wrong with that. If we shouldn't degrade ourselves. I, I am all for that. But we should also hold ourselves to realistic standards. And, and I think that too many people now, and this is not just millennials. I think just in this day and age, everyone. Expect a little too much. Expect a little bit too much. I'd like to know what the listeners think. And I'd like to know if it is a uh, general trend or if it's peaked and we're turning back the other direction. If we come back and become more polite in response to all the chaos that we're seeing lately. You know, that's a good point because I feel like that is a, a big possibility. For sure. I, I really think. Every just, trend has an end, right? Exactly. Well, and you think about everything going on with social justice and everything, you know, I mean, it just, we need a little bit more love anyway. So I think maybe that's, it's, everything's kind of resetting itself, right? Yeah, I think you might be on something there. All right. Well, uh, well, my glass is looking a little empty here. Mine too, man. Um, I think it's time that we start to get out of here. But before we go, guys, we want to talk about a special guest that's going to be joining us next week. Singer-songwriter Tony Camel from the band Wood & Wire is going to be on the show. I'm so jazzed up to have him on. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. He's a Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter. He lives in Austin, Texas. But don't worry for all you local Houston fans out here. He was from Houston, so you got one of your own coming on. He is an incredible human being. He, not only is he a, a wonderful person, he's a brilliant guitarist, actor, poet, and just a true artist. You're not going to want to miss this episode. It's going to be a heck of a show. So make sure you guys tune in. You can get more information on TonyCamelMusic.com or uh, WoodAndWireBand.com. But you're going to want to tune in, so check us out on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, everything you can think of. We're out there. Or go to www.NeighborsDon'tKnock.com. Yeah, and follow us on our social media. Learn more. That's right. All right, Phil. Peace. Out. You can't take your money to the grave.